0: What's going on? And welcome to your favorite podcast in the world. It's a That Being Said podcast and the Seattle Superpod all in one here. Um, and it's episode 596 of the That Being Said podcast and episode 25 of this Seattle Superpod.
1: Let's go! That's JJ Watt. It's a JJ Watt reference. What of the NFL playoffs, baby? I'm Sammy and I'm George, and we're coming gonna- at you recorded and direct from the Son Hub.
0: Happy Friday about to upload this here friday afternoon enjoy it we have football coming up tomorrow We have football coming up sunday and for us a really exciting seahawks game at three o'clock kind of sunday night sunday mid-afternoon uh pretty exciting stuff you guys will enjoy it we talked uh five minutes on the main pod if you're listening to the seattle super pod when you get to this it's all gonna be seattle uh, but if you're listening to the main podcast we had five minutes on the national championship Actually, it was about 10 minutes on the national championship. We talked about the NFL quarterbacks, most to gain, most to lose, and we picked game to game. Oh, so yeah. enjoy that. Find all our content at Pod That on Twitter and at that being said pod on Instagram. And for the Seattle stuff, it's at Saint Seattle S-O-N-T Seattle, for all platforms. And you can visit us, visit us woo, at SontSports.com. <laughs> That's S-O-N-T Sports.com. For those that want to know, what does SANT stand for? That's Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio.
1: Redefined.
0: Enjoy the pot. Casts, both of them. Much love. Go Hawks.
1: Let's go Hawks.
0: All right, NFL Sunday, George. It's coming up. Actually, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday.
1: And Sunday. Just playoffs. If it, we, uh, I know we didn't mention this. Again. I forgot about that. And we have the national championship on Monday, too, which probably bears some mentioning.
0: We'll mention it. Yeah. Let's
1: mention it now. Yeah, let's mention that now. I like that. For Get those
0: that want to know what's going on, though, we're going to, we'll are we talk about this in the intro, too, but, you know, the intro is later from now. I'll just mention it now. We're going to go through who has the most to gain and lose, as in, like, players mm-hmm. going into this playoff weekend. We'll talk about the national championship here for a few minutes. Talk game to game, and then we'll take a break and do our ten minutes or so of our Seattle Super Bowl. Like it so, just to keep you guys going. So if you don't like college football, you could probably skip a couple minutes forward and yeah, I mean listen to NFL.
1: And I feel like if you don't like college football, and you know it's a national championship, a lot of people might tune in even if they don't like it. You can kind of take it as it's pretty interesting. This is the first time I think maybe ever that we'll have. Two guys facing off each other in Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, who are going to be back-to-back number one overall picks at the quarterback position. I don't know. What about like Matt Line? That was the Vince one. Young. That was the one I was talking about in my podcast yesterday. As in, when I was comparing it, both of them. Neither Matt Leinart or Vince Young win one.
0: Okay, but Joe Burrow could possibly also not go one, and so could Trevor Lawrence. True. So it's, true. Just, it, it, it's all hypothetical. So it's all hypothetical. So you but you never most,
1: know during a national championship game if those two guys will go that Right, game. but we knew Vince Young wasn't going to go number one because they weren't sure that he was going to be the number one overall, like a pro type of quarterback. He kind of When he went first seven, I think people were pretty surprised. There. Yeah, but, but, but it but, all but, depends, George. Just think about this. Uh, you know, if the Bengals
0: were a team that needed a quarterback, Joe Burrow might not go first. They'd trade, you know, so it's like... Right,
1: of course, of course. But I'm just saying it could be the first time ever we have it. If they they do both go next year, it's just kind of interesting. The two best prospects of each draft, I guess. That's fair. Yeah, at the quarterback Um, position. Kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think
0: forgetting about if they're going to be the number one picks or not, in general, if you're not a college football fan, it's more about just looking at the quarterbacks as prospects, right? Whether they're a top five pick or number one. Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow are considered two of the top prospects for the next two years. Um, I mean, two
1: would have
0: been if he didn't get hurt, probably. I probably. still. This is, I guess, it's a topic for another day. I don't really want to talk about the difference between all the quarterbacks. Let's talk about the guys who are in the game. But I just wanted to say, I actually I know everyone's worried about Tua's hip. If Tua's healthy, I'd prefer him over Burrow Me and too. Lawrence. Me um, too. But here, here's two guys. Let's talk about this national yeah. championship. First of all, let's talk about the quarterbacks last I want to just mention really quick. I have Clemson winning this game. Me too. Even though they're six
1: point underdogs, right? They've easy
0: spread? ask I don't know what the spread is. I think is, the spread is six. Easy ass schedule. They've really played no one. But then they. I feel like their game against Ohio State um, was probably them dusting off the rest of playing a good
1: team. And then they realized how good they are. Yeah. Well, even in, in that first half of that game, there were. Yeah. Six point spread. LSU minus six. Um, the. First half of that game, Ohio State had a chance what they went up 13 nothing Ohio State. I believe the score was, but it should have been a lot more. Two big red zone, three big red zone stops by the Clemson defense. If any of those turned to touchdowns, you're talking about a 17 nothing game. If two of them turned to touchdowns, you're talking about a 20 nothing game. Like great, then once they got their feet wet with playing, finally playing a really good opponent, they just Went all out, and now it was a warm up. Yeah, yeah. you no, that's why I'm completely agreeing with you. And you know, I know both teams are 14 and Clemson hasn't lost a football game in two years, and Trevor Lawrence has never lost as a starter, which is pretty cool. I I just, I'm with you. I'm picking Clemson to win this football game.
0: That's the only reason I'm picking. But I think in the SEC you get a lot more beat up. You go through the year, it's tough. Now you could look at it the flip side. Joe Burrow's faced much better competition and has. At this point, when you look at a season like this, he succeeded more than Trevor Lawrence. I know Trevor Lawrence is a national championship, and we're talking about that's last year. Yeah. talking about this year. He succeeded more, and that's obviously just solely based off his competition, but he won the Heisman. He succeeded more this year. I think Trevor Lawrence knows that, mm-hmm. and Trevor Lawrence wasn't like a Heisman candidate this year even, so he probably has something to prove himself. Um, it's gonna be really interesting both quarterbacks that's i think for somebody that really doesn't care that's the thing to take out is there's two quarterbacks that are supposedly top five number one whatever they are picks in the draft um in the next couple years and uh that's something to watch for those that are big nfl fans because it could be your team it could be somebody in your division that's about to draft a quarterback um
1: and you could be watching the greatest college football player of all time, potentially, in Trevor Lawrence if he wins a national championship this year and probably go, come back next year as the favorite. And if they, I mean, if he won a championship as quarterback three years in a row and put up the numbers he's putting up, he'd probably be regarded. He, he, he'd th- pass Tebow. Yeah, he'd probably pass Tebow. Tebow's the best college
0: football player of all time. And yeah. you know, I don't want to get that confused. I, I, I agree with, with you. Yeah, I don't want to get that confused. With, yeah, you could tell me like, Cam Newton had a better season at Auburn. Okay, yeah. I get that. Or you could tell me, like, yeah, Herschel you... Walker was better than... Mm-hmm. Okay, but Tim Tebow's... The two national championships, and a Heisman, as a quarterback, makes you the best The best ever.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of Newton, Newton was probably the best individual season in history of college football. But mm-hmm. if Burrow does what he does this week and wins a national championship, we might, we might have a conversation that Burrow passes it. There's a lot of history to be made in this game.
0: Yeah, I, I guess my takeaways are all about the quarterback yeah me because, too because I mean it's college football no, no, it's no and the head coaches are always fun the head coaches are fun I think there's more to prove obvi- not more there's a bigger gain here for Orgeron because yeah. he was basically told that he can't be the coach of USC because you're not coaching material um, and nobody everyone thought like come on just fire him already from LSU remember when he first got yeah, the job I Like, oh, that. it was kind of a joke he was the interim head coach right? and they're Like, come on it's Orgeron like he's not going to keep the job and now he's in a national championship right. and they're They've built a program as good
1: as Alabama, almost. Right.
0: Um, he has more to prove. Dabo, if they win or lose, doesn't really matter. They yeah. won two out of the last three, right? Yeah, yeah. but
1: I was gonna. Say, that's where I was gonna actually ask you: if they win this national championship, I mean, three out of the last four years. I mean, you're talking about just as good of a dynasty as Alabama, right? I mean, I think Saban's won three at Alabama, right? Uh, Saban's won more than that, I think. Isn't I th- can you check on that? I think Saban's won three at Alabama, one at LSU. So, I mean, Dabo Sweeney could be going into rare territory here as, you know, and Clemson as the best program in the country, not Alabama.
0: Um, The Crimson Tide and BCS and AP National Championships champions in 2009,
1: 2011, 2012, 2015, and 2017. Wow, five for Saban. Wow. That's why I told you it's not close. Okay, wow, five times for Saban. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. He's won five. He's overall record... Is is 145-21. He has 14 appearances, 10 victories, 7 SEC West titles, 6 SEC championships, and 5 national championships. Okay. It's not even close yet. Not yet. But that's why I'm saying, at the end of the day, Dabo, win or lose, he's probably the second best coach right now in college football outside of, well, Urban Meyer's gone too, so it's probably him after
1: Saban, right? Yeah. Win or lose. Yeah, I mean, you can make an argument for him being the best today at age sure. and all that. You could, but I'm, I'm not going to make that argument.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not going to, Nick Saban, that's like trying to make an argument that, uh, that somebody's better than my, Bill Belichick. Sh- Kyle Shanahan, if he
1: wins his Super Bowl better this than year, is better Belichick. than Bell, yeah. Bell, Bill Belichick. Forget
0: Kyle Shanahan. Say like, somebody's already won. like Pete Carroll. <laughs> he's not better than Bill Belichick. He right. He wins. So, that's why Ordron has the most, t- being the guy that finally wins their championship puts you in a different class. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, he, my thing. Who's the better quarterback to you?
1: Oh, Trevor Lawrence Me. by a mile. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence is the second, the, ne- the next great, great, great NFL quarterback. I think Burrow could have a good, very good career, but I'm talking about like sure, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, according to scouts, and I'm not a scout, so I just kind of listen to like what scouts say.
0: Everyone's fascinated. Yeah,
1: this is the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, and John Elway. Yeah. So I, I, unless he doesn't have a work ethic, which I I, I don't know, I, I don't, I'm not at practice. <laughs> so and, and it seems like Joe Burrow has a very good work ethic. As long as he has a good work ethic, Trevor Lawrence is a sure, the closest thing to a surefire uh, Hall of Famer as there is.
0: And I think anybody that's been watching college football knows Trevor Lawrence, and I think right. less people probably know Joe Joe Burrow, despite him winning the Heisman this year, which right. he just kind of came out of the scene. Most people don't know the story of Joe Burrow that. Right. He had to transfer out of his home state college in Ohio State University because they told him he wasn't good enough to be a starter. Mm-hmm. He actually had kind of not that good of a year last year at LSU. It was a pretty yeah, up and down year. He had some great games, some average. bad games. Yep, That's called being average, right? He was an average quarterback. And then this year he just came out of nowhere and um, and became phenomenal. So now that's what scares me a little bit with him. He reminds me a lot. and This is not a knock. This is just saying that he might not be like a world beater the minute he gets to that. NFL. He reminds me of Sam Darnold a little bit. Mm-hmm. The body type, they...
1: It oh, doesn't cam- remind you of Tom Brady like everyone else
0: no. you I, I hate the Tom Brady comparisons. It reminds me of Sam Darnold. I feel like they kind of had the same up and down big part of their college. like mm-hmm. Sam Darnold was a lot of up and down. That's a very I good feel comparison. Like they have the same body type. I feel like they both kind of have the I don't care mentality, which is a good mentality to have mm-hmm. in the NFL. Burrow can go to Cincinnati just like Darnold's in, uh, with the Jets, have a bad organization and have some bad years, but not let it really... Ruin his career, and I think start to get good. We saw Sam Darnold after Mono this year start to. I I like that. I
1: actually like that comparison a lot. I could see them being very similar. Mm -hmm. I I like it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, So uh, I guess prediction. I'm taking Clemson plus six. Clemson to win.
0: I am too. um Part of me is rooting for LSU though. Me too, because I really Really? like Orgeron. I like Joe Burrow, and and it's
1: my favorite program in the country outside the University of Washington where I went to, just because we had that experience. We we went to a game once me and you. Just made it your favorite. Like you know, it's like familiar. It's a familiar familiarity. Familiarity. Yeah, I like going. I liked it. I had fun. I have a connection to that program that I don't with Clemson. So this is my second favorite program. Mm -hmm. Mine's Alabama, just because I like that. I like Alabama. Yeah, winners, uh, see, I like LSU. So it's just one of those things. Like I like them. I don't think they're going to win, though.
0: yeah, yeah. Do I bet? It's one game. It's college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's literally no wrong answer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, there is a wrong answer, but we'll find out. No, there's no wrong answer as a okay. prediction. Technically, there's not no like there's no prediction that can be like refuted. Like that's the wrong prediction. Oh,
1: okay, wrong prediction. But I'm saying like if I predict obviously, obviously yeah, it's no, going to be wrong. a different result. Yeah. I'm saying there's no like <laughs> it's not
0: one of those where it's like the one seed versus the eight seed in the first yeah, round NBA yeah. playoffs. And I'm like, dude, you're being crazy. Exactly. Like, what are you talking and about? I got this you. Is, it's, it's freaking...
1: Yeah, it's n- number one versus number two. Number two, two. Yeah. in
0: the NASH championship. Like, you're, whoever, whatever, like it's like when the Super Bowl... Oh, I can't believe you're picking this team. Like, really? You can't believe I it? Know, in the I Super mean, Bowl.
1: and that's kind of going to get us to, you know, our games this week. It's one of those things where, like, yeah, some teams are big, big underdogs, and you're going to, I think, pick a big underdog when we get our NFL picks. But these are all playoff it's teams. Some so people might say, yeah, "What? Yeah, how can yeah, you even pick that yeah, team? There's, I don't think there's anything crazy at this point of the season. Yeah, neither do I. Um Okay, before we get into this
0: NFL games, right, Right. Um, let's do this little most to gain and most to lose. Let's not go through every single quarterback.
1: That's only eight. We just, like—
0: I mean, but some of them have neither.
1: I know. That's why they're in the middle. That's why I have them I, know, but I
0: don't have a list. Okay, I, don't well, really I have much. a list,
1: so, I mean, you can— you You've can... already given your list out. Let's talk about
0: who we each think has the most to gain, most to lose. Okay. No, well, I, I mean— I, I, I mean,
1: I just like I, I have some discussion behind a couple of them. All right, That's go why. ahead. All right. I mean, we both – because I kind of lumped them into different categories. And I think I ranked them from most to gain and most to lose. And they're kind of lumped into the games that they play. Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins, I think, have the most to gain this week by winning and going to their respective conference championship games. I think both um, both of them, when they signed their big contract, were kind of ridiculed. Why is the organization giving them this much money? why uh, they haven't proven anything they haven't won yet and both of them have shown that they're very good quarterbacks that can win games and that can, in Kirk Cousins case won his first playoff game that with the Vikings and Jeremy Garoppolo's case hasn't played in a playoff game yet so he has a lot to gain by winning too. and on the flip side Lamar Jackson uh, and Patrick Mahomes have a lot to lose by being guys who put up big numbers last year in Mahomes and lost in the playoffs, and Lamar Jackson this year winning the MVP, gonna win the MVP and losing in the playoffs.
0: Didn't Mahomes win a playoff game? One that? playoff game, yeah, yeah. But if he, see, if he started, I think they're completely different categories, not even close. I mean, here's the thing with Patrick Mahomes at least in his MVP season, he went into the playoffs and won, then lost to who? The Patriots. Patriots, yeah. yeah. So course. they lost to the team that won the Super Bowl. The thing with Lamar Jackson is last year they played a team in the Chargers who if you look at it was including this year too was one of the sloppier teams in the NFL right. and I I think I think the Ravens were favored in that mm-hmm. game and Lamar Jackson put up a dud right, right. we're talking about we're not talking about a, uh, a struggle he 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 was a dud like people way. were at, saying Joe Joe Flacco should have came in in the second half yes. which Credit to John Harbaugh, they kept him in and it actually they played good and decent in the second half-ish, and uh, he knew he was going to be his quarterback for the future, so he didn't want to ruin the confidence, so I give him credit for that. But most people, announcers, us watching, people were, it was so bad that people thought Joe Flacco, who we know is not very good anymore,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we, people were asking for him to come in, right? Mm-hmm. On the other, Flip end Mahomes won a playoff game, he lost to New England, but he fl- came back and he's still having a good year. I don't think there's this doubt with Mahomes, like, can, is he scared of the big moment? We have one instance of Lamar being in the playoffs, and it's been a dud. If we have two for two, that's a lot more to lose than if Patrick Mahomes is, like, one right. and two in his playoff I, career. I
1: agree. I think Lamar Jackson is for sure the biggest... Um most to lose in this playoffs. I kind of put Mahomes second most because I think these guys like Ryan Tannehill has nothing to lose or gain, right? Because that team's gonna win. That's why I have him six. Like, there's a lot to gain actually if they. He, he it depends out. on how if they win out. Yeah, but it mean, depends how they win out. If they win out with him throwing seventy yards like he did last game, it's like well, is he game game manager? I mean, we saw Peyton Manning win a Super Bowl he, by handing the ball off and he didn't gain much. There. You say that, but then you have situations where you, you have to
0: look at the whole scope of things. When they had Marcus Mariota in there, the the cause of having a quarterback that was so bad mm-hmm. compared to having a guy that you actually right, can course. put the ball in his hands and make it Of course, growth. of course. And any quarterback, including our quarterback, Russell Wilson, would do the same. If we had a guy like Derrick Henry, Russell Wilson wouldn't mind having 90 Absolutely. yards a game if it's working, mm-hmm. right? So. I, I think, actually, Tannehill gained a lot from that last win. I think he would have – even if there's See, a lot of running, he'd have a lot to gain here too.
1: Yeah, I, sure. I, I do – I think he gained a lot from that last win, though. That's where I completely agree with you. But I bumped Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson together at three and four. They're kind of like solidified, right? They're both solidified Hall of Famers. They're both guys who can play – who play really good football. But they both have a shit ton that they can gain but really nothing to lose.
0: Right. I disagree with that one as well. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers has a little bit to lose. The guy's 34. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the biggest... Like, what's the thing that we always talk about when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, I feel like? It's always like, man, it's been a little disappointing for being considered maybe one of the best quarterbacks of all time.
1: I, I think... Wouldn't we say the same thing if Russell Wilson lost? it? That's why I'm why Russell I Wilson him just
0: turned 30. He won a Super Bowl yeah. already. He's been to two. He's been to more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I Drew know.
1: Brees. This
0: is why it's. I think it's completely different. And Russell Wilson by nobody, not a single person I've ever heard him say top five quarterback of all time right now. Right. right. Aaron Rodgers has been considered by some people, whether you – I know you probably think it's crazy. I've thought it's crazy. People consider Aaron Rodgers better than Tom Brady, some people. Like talent. Not, yeah. We're not talking about the wins. Aaron Rodgers. So where,
1: so where do you have him, Ben?
0: He's pretty high on the list. With most to
1: lose. Yeah, I had him. I put him most to gain and lose. Number three to most to gain. <laughs> what? what most is to g- most to gain? You just
0: said number one to three, most to gain to yeah. lose. To well, gain,
1: no. like I put him third, most to gain. Like if he wins the Super Bowl, he becomes solidified as a top like. Three yeah, he's or one four of those guys that has a lot to gain and a lot to yeah. lose. I see. I think he has more to gain him and Russ than to lose. Like if they lose this game, both of them, I think they're still solidified top ten quarterbacks of all time. Maybe if they both win, to, if either one of them wins the Super Bowl, they just launch um, into the top five. That's fine. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers loses
0: and he all sudden becomes like you're not a top 20 quarterback yeah. anymore but it's kind of reminds me a little bit of lebron james and the nba they, they remind me they're yeah I always compared to the guy that's the greatest of all time but they haven't won as much and then every time if you lose again it's another like there we go again kind of i mean there was a pretty big narrative this week about drew Brees. there he goes again this is the what like seventh year in a row yeah. that they just right. lose in the pl- or like how many home losses has drew Brees had now okay before the playoffs if i told you we're going to be talking a little bit negatively about drew Brees after the playoffs you'd probably be like not really but it kind of happened right i feel like aaron Rodgers is at home they got the bye week everything's going their way he got the coach he didn't want their fire anymore he got his running back he got some good receivers they got a good defense if we lose again and aaron Rodgers does the excuses again kind of like lebron james it's very very similar except for lebron's won a couple more than him and gone further many times but kind of similar um I think Aaron Rodgers has some to lose, not in the sense of ranking of all time, but kind of in people's argument when it comes to how great really is he. Because I feel like he's just... He's failed a little more than we expected and won definitely much less than we expected. So yep. I agree with you. A lot to gain, but I think he has... Pretty decent amount to lose because Ryan Tannehill loses. Does anyone make a peep? No, no whatever. That's, right? that's why, like Ryan, um, that's why I
1: have Ryan Tannehill kind of in that middle. Yeah, ground. well, Kirk Cousins loses. Is it that big of a deal? No, not but that's better. why he has a lot to gain, not much to lose. This
0: is why I'm saying on both ends, Deshaun Watson loses to a better Chiefs team.
1: Are we really gonna say much? No, no. Russell Wilson loses.
0: No, Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers, maybe Patrick Mahomes. Those three, yeah. because they're at home. They're supposed to be – they have bye weeks. They were supposed to be more dominant. I think these three have a lot to gain, but also they do have a lot to lose. And so I, I, that's where maybe our lists are a little different. I think every single player that has a lot, except for one person, I think Kirk Cousins has a lot to gain if he wins another game. Yeah, and and Garoppolo, those two, because that game's kind of separate because they're both on their first journey of right. the playoffs. The rest of the three games, I think that home team quarterback – not only has a lot to gain, but also has a lot to lose. Right. So that's I why, thought, yeah.
1: That's why I said Mahomes has a lot to lose. He does. I mean, he's ne- now it'll be two years in a row he had bye week going in. If they go one and two in his first three playoff starts, it's like. Eh. Yeah, like, I agree with yeah. that. But I was saying compared to Lamar Jackson. I no, think Lamar no, no. Lamar Jackson's high up on that list. I think Lamar Jackson's by far the most to lose this week out of any
0: tier quarterback. tier one. They're all in different tiers. Yeah. Tier one is Lamar, tier two Mahomes, tier three Rodgers. I also think yeah. Rodgers is behind Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. That's why I but had him in the middle of the path. But that's number three out of eight teams. So, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a little bit – he's above the middle part. and I think. Yeah, I know Well, because there's only eight, right? Like, correct, but – once again, I, this is how I see it: Vikings and Forty Nine ers by themselves. Yep. Both quarterbacks, if they win, really good for you guys. Yep. Like that's great. And if great. they
1: lose, Garoppolo. Ha, yeah, but Garoppolo has a little bit to lose. Not not a crazy yes, amount. So no, not yeah. crazy amount. No, no, not crazy amount. Just a little bit. If they lose, so the, you, you know those guys like you <laughs> who come out and say, "Jimmy Garoppolo is not that good."
0: Yeah, but uh, he could he could win the Super. You guys like Trent Dilfer who win Super Bowls. And we all know he's right. not that good. I mean, I, well, Jimmy Garoppolo is not Trent Dilfer. I I understand that, but it, I mean, one guy I love listening to, John Middlecoff. Mm-hmm. Right, he worked. He lives in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He follows the 49ers very carefully. He says he talks about it. How the national media is a little way higher than the rest of San Francisco is on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. He's like, we saw the first half of the year where we were winning games, but he was playing very shaky. Yeah. Um. He's not this like. They, I know they have the one seat. He. I, I think. Maybe some people are way too low on him, and the other people are way too high, and he's probably somewhere right in the
1: I'm probably in the way too high. I actually think this playoffs is a coronation of him becoming either and great or I think become the coronation of people's put. He's gonna be a he's already a star because of his like looks and his name, but I think by the end of this playoffs, we'll be talking about oh yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is a elite quarterback in the NFL. That's just how I feel. I could be totally wrong on that. But um, I feel like a lot of times it takes a really long time to come back from a torn ACL over a year. And we've now crossed a year and a half mark and he's playing his best football. Here, Here's the thing. The
0: playoffs can do a lot for you. Exactly. Right. So if he loses this game, you're not going to have another argument for a year probably yeah, exactly. about being elite. Um, just like with, you don't know how much it meant to me that Kirk Cousins won last week. Right. Because Kirk Cousins is literally jimmy garoppolo where there's a population that says "Lo, oh, he's actually pretty good and then another population that's like no dude like that's a
1: waste of money yeah
0: and they're probably somewhere just like jimmy garoppolo i think they're both probably somewhere in the middle they're probably worth their contract
1: they're both eight to two could be anywhere from the yeah. seventh to 13th best quarterback worth their contracts because the-
0: yeah. yeah. i see right now as a 10 and six dolphins playing a 13 and three niners well, winner there's goes no to the, dolphins but they're sorry vikings no going against the Niners in the divisional playoffs so that means they've probably
1: they've they've earned their their they their past where Drew
0: Brees is their past where Tom Brady is in mm-hmm. the playoffs this year so there's your contract now with Garoppolo he has a little more to gain than cousins yes because cousins at least got that first one out of the right. way um but if cousins wins this game too it's a lot to gain oh uh, yeah here's the here's that's right they're the won one one the most to gain the one quarterback there's two quarterbacks sorry uh, I'm gonna say one. Russell Wilson might be the only
1: quarterback that really win or loss. Doesn't matter. Does it win No him and Deshaun Watson. Watson nobody like okay. is
0: gonna hate on the loss, but yeah. a win might
1: do I, it's still Same with Russell, no but... one will hate on the loss, but a win will be like, Oh shit, dude that's awesome but yeah okay that'd be awesome but like
0: russell wilson a win's not going to be shocking to anyone yep. and neither is the loss i yeah. guess is the best way to put it with wilson yeah the win would be really impressive because we know how bad this roster is right right um i think it might cement him more as a top five quarterback right now i feel like most people I, either see, have
1: him at like two or three or at like seven or eight right but see i think i think this i guess my list is more about the rest of the season too like how far they go, right? If If Jimmy Garoppolo gets to the Super Bowl, he probably has the most to gain, or Kirk Cousins. they yeah, getting I'm, all the I'm, way to I'm the Super I'm, I'm Bowl.
0: I'm talking about the
1: same thing. See, okay, not just one game. I'm talking about for the no. rest. Like if if Deshaun. That's why I'm yeah. saying
0: Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins. Like yeah, win it gains a lot, but yeah. then losses. It's like yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like with with uh lamar jackson a loss really fucking matters because yeah,
1: either in this game or the, maybe even in an afc championship depending game, on, on how he, how he plays he, yes he of throws course for
0: 300 yards and runs for 100 and they lose it's not his fault but yeah if he did what he did last year let me just we will look that up
1: when we get to that it, it, it was bad but i think it was under 120 passing yards and under 30 rushing yards and like nothing it, it was an absolute shit show we'll get to that when we yeah. get to the game because that's something. Gonna... Yeah. So I mean, I just th- found the reason I want to bring that. I just find that in that conversation. Because I mean, feel like in football, you never. It's pretty funny. You're never like, "What does Derrick Henry have to gain by winning this game?" <laughs> yeah. You know, like we never talk about anyone other than the quarterback and the head coach a lot of times, who has a lot to gain in the journey that is the playoffs. Yeah. Uh,
0: coaches. It's really. Depending on the, how the quarterback plays. Andy Reid has the most to gain. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, he does. I mean, that's the only person I'm going to bring up. He has the most to gain.
1: If, most, if, it may, if it may be Pete Carroll's second to gain, like just the like, second Super Bowl, second two su- national championships, right? Yeah, he has two national championships cards or one? Two national yeah. ch- Well, I mean zero technically now. I don't, mean, don't, in, believe, but, I don't believe in that either. And John Harbaugh, too, has one that Super Bowl. He can win yeah. a second. That team has a lot to prove.
0: Let's get to game to game. Let's do it. Um, first game of course, Vikings forty nine ers. We talked about it a lot, basically mm-hmm. through the quarterback matchups. Um, man, it is interesting though. Kirk Cousins really showed up against New Orleans, and nobody expected it. Yep.
1: Playing with house money now, except for me. Um, hey, wait, wait, hold on. Who else picked them to win that game? You did, but let okay. me let me just say this: I've been a diehard Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: My friends have laughed at me and made fun of me and tell me like, "You really think he's good?" Like, yeah, well. Guess what? He went on the road in New Orleans, won, and uh, now we're here against the 49ers. This is a really interesting game. I think a lot of people think it's crazy to believe Minnesota can win this game, but if, like we talked about earlier, I think the biggest crazy pick would be the Titans. I think everything outside of that... Man, these are close matchups. We're talking about Minnesota, who's on a rhythm right now. They just got a huge win. Dalvin Cook's one of the best backs in football. You have great receiving core. Could you get better than Kyle Rudolph, Stefan Diggs, and Adam Dillon?
1: <laughs> yeah. Huh. Unfortunately, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiving core was really damn good. Yeah, or or I don't know if that's just Jameis Winston doing it for them. But anyway, listen, I, I'm trying to avoid talking about Jameis until next season. Um, but no, they have a great, the great weapons.
0: This is... No home field advantage. We talked about this. Uh, I, I would to say
1: week. no home field. What, what I, mean I mean by no home
0: field advantage is that home field advantage has kind of been taken away in the NFL, despite maybe weather implications. Like and, we're talking and about
1: home implications, right? Like sleeping in your own bed. Yeah, and waking yeah, sure. Up. Yeah, it yeah.
0: obviously hasn't affected many teams that have won on the road, though. I mean, Seattle winning one on the road. Um, Tennessee winning one on the road, Minnesota winning one on right, the
1: road. Right, right. No, I'm just saying in general, people like if you ask them, would you rather play at home and wake up in your own bed or play on the road? People, most people only say, yeah. one home team won last week. I know, so this is where I'm saying. Well, that's because of the systems also messed up. Or like for example, the Eagles shouldn't have had a home game, but that should be.
0: I mean, but still, it's no, hard to go win on the road. No, though. absolutely, absolutely. And uh, the Titans had to play the New England Patriots, and the in the Saints were thirteen and three. At home and lost. So I'm just saying, home field advantage, if you look at the numbers, have kind of been wiped away a little bit. I think weather can play an implication. Like in Green Bay, if it's 24 degrees and snowy, yeah, it's, it's, it could play a right. little bit of a role. But a place like San Francisco, where I think it's probably going to be, what, 60 degrees? Probably and, 60 degrees, sunny. And a place in San Francisco where there's a lot of transplants. Probably a lot of Minnesota
1: fans are going to be at that yeah, of game. of course.
0: There will be a slight home field advantage. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's not this huge
1: thing. See, my, my thing with home field advantage, and what, just to piggyback off of what you're saying, I don't actually think inside the game it matters, like crowd noise that much anymore, or like and maybe elements like you said with uh, Green Bay with the snow might matter. My thing is just the preparation in the day-to-day stuff. That's all. That's what I think yeah. really like makes the advantage more. More than the crowds gonna be wild in Santa Clara because they're probably not gonna be that wild in Santa Clara.
0: That's kind of my point. Yeah, no, so, I know, I know. I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. With the points, what are the points? Seven. And I'm taking them to win straight up. Right. Um, I took them last week, but take them this week. I actually just think they're, I think they're one of the top five or six teams in the NFL right now. Uh, I think it's a little disappointing these two teams are playing against each other because i know the packers are 13 and 3 and i know i love my seahawks mm. i feel like these might be the two better teams in the nfc i don't I, there's something about the packers that i still don't buy i don't know if it, I, it's not just me i know there's a lot of people that feel this a way. lot of people feel yeah. that way um and I, I think the 49ers and the vikings could be the two best teams right now with the way they just have a great run game they have reliable quarterbacks the defenses are lights out um, I like those teams, two teams a lot. I'm going to take the Vikings. I like to take an upset here and there as well. So I'll take the Vikings to win. I'll just ride them while, they're, while I have it. Um,
1: but by no means would I be shocked, obviously, if. Right. 49ers well, I were... hope you wouldn't be shocked if the 49ers won. <laughs> I, I'm taking the 49ers minus seven and the 49ers to win the football. Oh, you're taking the points. Yeah, minus seven points. Like, look. It's cute what Minnesota did last week. Um, I kind of feel like it's going to be a very similar situation for Minnesota that happened to them after they beat the New Orleans Saints in the Minnesota Miracle Game. Where the team won such an emotional game that a letdown happens next game. I think after the Minnesota Miracle Game, they got blown out by the Eagles and NFC Championship game by, I want to say, 21 points. I might be wrong, but I see a similar game there. I see a game where the 49ers jump out to an early lead. 20, 31. 31 points, right? 38-7. 31. 31 points in that game.
0: With Case Keenum,
1: though. Yeah, Case Keenum, there. yeah. Uh, I see and a, Nick Foles, a
0: quarterback. That's, he was on a yeah, yeah. Uh, weird journey.
1: But um I see a, a similar type of game here where the 49ers get up early, get them uh, on their heels, and kind of neglect Dalvin Cook to nothing in this game because you're going to... Ha- Dalvin Cook, sorry, not Davin. Uh, you know what's kind of funny? Kirk and Cook in the backfield. I mean, it's Cousins and Cook, but... You know, but Kirk, Captain Kirk Cook. I don't know. It just sounds cool. Kirk Cook. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything, but um, more importantly here, I really believe that they're going to get them on their heels. They're gonna ha- That pass rush should be getting to the quarterback a little bit more. The pass rush is healthier now. Come on, Alexander's going to come back for this game. And I think the 49ers roll. You know what I hate more than anything is when what? people say, like, that was cute when people win a
0: football game. Because actually it wasn't cute. Uh, I know. But it actually was. It, they, were, they, they went they, to New Orleans and won in overtime against Drew Brees and the Saints. That wasn't cute. They actually outplayed the shit out of a 13-3 and three team i know.
1: I mean i wasn't cute but you know what i mean by that it's like it's, no i do know what you mean you mean it's a cute story yeah it's a great story it was not
0: a cute story it actually was a story of a team that probably was not supposed to be play- that a team that's stuck in an amazing nfc conference that even a team like the seahawks at 11 and 5 are playing two road games yeah. in a row a team like new orleans who's 13 and 3 that doesn't get a bye week which how rare is that right i mean that's very rare um so I don't think it's a cute story at all, actually. I think they're just a better football team than New Orleans was. So uh, I like to use the word, like, cute story is, is like when Loyola Chicago made it to the Final yeah. Four in March Madness. That's a cute story because you know they're not going to win. But, like, saying it's a cute story to me means, like, that team basically doesn't have a chance.
1: Yeah, well, that's not what I meant. But So I'm just saying it's a cool story that, you know, they won their first playoff game under kirk cousins era and he got that monkey off his back and i think it's over now that's fair yeah but i wouldn't be sh- like it's just a pick i would not be sure sh- like i said i'm I'd- actually just shocked you took the points because
0: i could see this game we were talking about two really good defenses i could see both quarterbacks
1: struggling a little bit and not
0: i, I could see not a lot of points in this game
1: okay that's fair um over under 44 and a it's half the lowest big, 40 it's yeah, the lowest over under the biggest would agree
0: with you there yeah, it's the yeah. lowest over under, and I mean that's.
1: And but by the way, I could see at this point, point of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if anyone won a game. If the Vikings went to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't sit here and be like, "Man, I am so shocked that the Vikings are in the Super Bowl." There's one team you'd probably be shocked: Tennessee, Titans. Tennessee Titans. Yeah, yeah that'd I, be the only one I'd be like, "Whoa, that was crazy."
0: Speaking of the Titans, they're ten point underdogs in Baltimore. Um, here's the thing with this game: I'm gonna. Br- I brought up Lamar stats from last year. His one playoff game of his career was, uh, he had nine rushes for fifty-four yards. Okay, passing he went fourteen for twenty-nine, which is a forty-eight completion percentage, one hundred ninety-two yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. That
1: uh, uh, sounds a lot better than
0: because uh, well, so the second but... half was much better, but right. it was a uh, he had under uh, two hundred passing yards. Yeah. And through a pick, and it was a, I think, I just remember it being a really, yeah, dis-
1: it, under 50% completion. The, 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 I, watched, like I, I watched that game. The stats sound a lot better than that game yeah. looked.
0: Well, because I think the first half was like atrocious. Yeah. I, I and then to, it got a little better, but
1: yeah, just, it sounds like it didn't play that bad. Two touchdowns a pick. 48% completion. <laughs> I saw, 40, the, game. Yeah, no, I bad, saw the game. It was bad. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> they got to win this game. Like, okay. I know that sounds, you could say that about every team, but like Baltimore, Sammy, Lamar they, Jackson. They, they must win this game if they want to move on in the playoff. Thank you, Booger. <laughs> um, Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's going to win the MVP. He's probably been the biggest, the most hyped player in the NFL since... Michael Vick? What, what do you mean by hyped? Like, Celebrated hyped. or like, uh, over, like, I'd, I Just guess... in general, it? like hyped, like... Jersey sales out the roof. You're gonna win MVP. You're gonna like. He's been the most celebrated player in NFL. Mahomes was close last year, but not even close. Not to Not even close to this. No, this no, is no. I didn't. I, we didn't see that. Russell Wilson was celebrated pretty heavily for a year, but or two. not like this. Not like this. We've had. It's Michael Vick. It's Michael it's Vick. Probably all over Michael again. Vick. Yeah, because it's exciting. It's flashy. And before that, in the '90s, it was all running backs that mm-hmm. did this, and there hasn't been a running back since it's done this. He's been the most celebrated player in the last you know, 15, 20 years. Completely agree. You got to win this game. And not only do I mean that in the sense, like, Oh, obviously they're the one seed, you know, but they're also playing a nine and seven Titans, mm-hmm. with Ryan Tannehill and they're at home. They're 10 point favorites have the biggest spread this weekend. A lot of big spreads Lamar weekend, Jackson bro. needs this one. Yeah. And I don't know how else to put it, but he needs this to just anybody that still is like, there's still people that don't buy it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know what else to say. I'm taking Baltimore. Originally, I was going to take Tennessee, but I thought about it. I'm going to take Tennessee with the points Me plus too. 10. Because I think it's going to be, there's going to be some parts of this that are a little sketchy throughout the game.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. But
0: Baltimore will find a way to win.
1: I think Baltimore wins this game by maybe like seven to 10 points. And they might be up 14 with a minute left and a backdoor cover happens. They're going to win this game. Baltimore will win. But I'm a little worried that Lamar Jackson and company are a rhythm offense. And they haven't played football in three weeks because yeah. he ha- he didn't play week seventeen. And Mark Ingram's hurt. And Mark Ingram's hurt. Um, I, I I they're gonna win this game, but I'm gonna also take the ten points. And I, there's one thing I gotta say, man. If the, if the Tennessee Titans really really want to move on to the next round of a playoffs, so they, they must. They gotta win this game on the road against Baltimore, but they're not going to. Good, good, good yeah good, 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 you know then
0: didn't, didn't overuse it within no, four don't. minutes of each other right
1: no but I, mean, I don't know what to say about i mean at this point tennessee is playing with house money
0: yeah but they're here's the thing tennessee has been a top six or seven team in the nfl since putting in Ryan yeah. Tannehill. well we can look at the nine and seven that's great but what they started off something in four what was it because he went seven and three so they started off two and four yeah Think about that. He's seven and three. That's winning at a rate of like some of these teams that are thirteen and three, eleven and five, twelve and four. that's didn't.
1: Baltimore it... start one and two, this year. Yeah. Was it know two know
0: and one? Uh, no, they started off two and zero. Oh, two and zero. Oh, and then what? two and two.
1: Two and two. Okay, so they since two and two they won twelve in a row. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. I knew there was a five hundred or something record at some point. Yeah. It's a two and oh, so i am pretty sure they won. They started off, two, oh yeah, um, after the, after started off two and two. Oh, remember after after they started off two and o, and then they lost, and then they lost again. And I was like, "Oh, that was so fun, cool guys." Yeah, lost we were, to Cleveland, lost to Cleveland, and lost to Houston. No, or, Kansas sorry, City, Kansas City. Sorry. And we we're like, "Oh yeah, I told you, Lamar Jackson's not that good." Ha <laughs> ha. Your MVP, my ass. And then I proclaimed on this podcast that there is a higher chance that Lamar Jackson loses his starting job in the NFL than win MVP. Yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. That, that was, out of all the shit I've said in my life, that's probably top five worst.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said he can't throw, which is a little more realistic because like some may argue he's not going to be able to throw long term. But to
1: say he was going to lose his job was pretty ridiculous. I didn't say he was going to lose his job. I said it's more likely to lose his job into an MVP. It's a pretty bad statement. That's a pretty bad statement.
0: I said he couldn't throw, but technically he couldn't throw until week five for some reason, and then he started throwing like
1: he was Tom Brady. Yeah. It's like he heard me. By the end of the next week, it'll be Dan Marino and faster Michael Vick. He's been pretty good. Yeah. I don't have much to say about this game. Neither. I'm going to take the Titans
0: plus 10, but Ravens will probably win this game. Um, and you have Texas and Chiefs the next day. It's kind of a weird four teams. Titans, Ravens, Texans, and Chiefs. One of those are going to be in the Super Bowl. The Ravens one makes a little more sense, yeah. but, like, and the Chiefs make sense.
1: I mean, preseason favorites to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm just saying it's gonna sound weird. Like if we have Titans, Chiefs in the AFC Championship, it's kind of weird. That'd be weird. Imagine if it was like Vikings, Seahawks, Titans, Chiefs, or Texans. Te- Ooh, Tex- Texans, Titans. Well, let's get to that. Minus ten, KC. Uh, I'm taking
0: Patrick Mahomes in the points. Okay. This one I'm actually really confident about. I'm taking minus ten Kansas City. They're gonna win this game outright. Uh, the Deshaun Watson, I'll probably, I'll probably, the way you use the word cute about the Kirk Cousins story is probably how the Texans, like it was though, they beat the Bills. Yeah. They probably shouldn't have and they were at home. And it was cute. It took a Deshaun Watson like miracle play to win the game and took almost like the Bills, probably the, for one of the best defenses in the NFL, one of the most epic slip-ups
1: ever on a third and 18. And don't forget about their defense too. I mean their offense, how many penalties they, they shot themselves in the foot over and over again. So,
0: Bills probably should have won that game. The Texans, I don't think Bill O'Brien's that great of a coach. I don't think their offensive line still bad. Their defense is much better with J.J. J. J. Watt, of course, but they're still not like... A, Let's go! They're still not like some type of world-beating defense. Like I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes going to... If Josh Allen could do what he did to them in the first half, Mahomes will do that for two halves. I have the Chiefs winning by 14. I don't have much more to say than that, but I think Andy Reid's just such a better coach, and Patrick Mahomes is... Is not that he's you know, Watson's really good, but Patrick Mahomes still might be I know everyone loves Lamar Jackson, but best quarterback in the NFL right now is probably Patrick
1: Mahomes. Yeah, I think so too. Uh I'm taking though the Texans plus ten. I think they keep this game close. Um Andy Reid coach teams uh in the playoffs. Sometimes they have a little slip ups here and there. We don't know when they come, and this could be one where they just slip up a little bit. I, I think they have
0: seen him off a of bye week though.
1: Oh, he's good off a bye week. That's a good point. I'm serious. Yeah, no, he is. No, he's he's fucking fantastic off bye weeks. I understand that, but I think the Texans keep it close. uh, But the Chiefs win this game. I don't have much to say about it either. I think it's a pretty fun quarterback matchup. I think we're gonna get a lot of points. Um, That's why I think it has the highest over under of any game this week. And it does. You have 51. I think we get a lot of points. But I think that the I knew that off the top of my head. Yeah, that was good. Kansas City uh, wins this game, 31-24. And a late backdoor cover by Houston.
0: Andy Reid's seventeen and three off by weeks, just, a, just uh, against
1: the spread or regular. I don't
0: know. I think regular.
1: Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I think they're going to win and against game. the spread.
0: Okay.
1: Just <laughs> may yeah, against the spread too. I can make stats up. Yeah. So I'm taking. But I'm taking
0: the Chiefs to win. I'm taking the Chiefs in a not a blowout, but they're going to win by fourteen to seventeen. Where Where is your definition of a blowout? Like what number? A blowout is like. Like the Vikings losing to the Eagles, like thirty eight to ten. Okay, yeah, because you can lose by twenty one, and it was a fourteen a- point game, and you threw a pick six at the end. It's like, mm,
1: okay, I kind of looks saying. like a blowout.
0: If you yeah. check the box score, it's a blowout. But
1: I was intrigued until the end. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I just wonder. Like where like sometimes a game can be. You're right. It's seventeen point win, but it wasn't a blowout. It was yeah. close all along. Nobody blew anyone out. Yeah, um,
0: blew anyone. All right. Let's take a quick break after that one. <laughs> all right. So no one blew anyone. going to take a quick blow Next here. And we're going to go uh, talk about the Seahawks and Packers and uh, be part of our Seattle Super Pod. Let's go. Can we Can we mic up J.J. Watt? This I time? hope we do not. Although, I know we hated on them and I thought about it. That's what our favorite quarterback does, Tom Brady. That's all he says. Let's go. True. Let's go. Let's go. So that's, he says it too.
1: that's so true. But that's why I don't want to see him mic'd up all the time. Yeah, you do. George yeah, do. gets hard
0: on when he sees Brady mic'd up. Let's go. Speaking of mic'd up, we'll get Russell Wilson mic'd up, hopefully. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Let's go, boys. go. go boys. Hey, let's Actually, go. Let's go. I realize about quarterbacks? They're all really boring, except for Lamar Jackson, because it's he, kind of like the man you know i, I know. he's 21 and he's like it's like me
1: talking with my friends he's like let's go motherfuckers let's get it yeah, i know R- russ be like let's go boys just come on clap it up clap it up clap it up let's what go I, I know just. let's go boys let's go we got this he, you know, you know, he's like a madden create like you know madden when they like have the guys talking he sounds like he's just a madden player the whole, every quarterback does well. all right let's get to the seahawks portion after this break all right
0: <laughs> all right welcome into the seattle super pod portion episode 25 um, we're getting ready for the divisional round out in Green Bay,
1: Wisconsin. George, yep, the home of uh, Packers, frozen tundra
0: oh, of the Green Bay Packers.
1: Yeah, the frozen tundra,
0: baby. I love it. All right, well, Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm trying to check
1: the weather. Let's talk All right, the Let's see, is it going to be a frozen tundra this Sunday?
0: What's what's uh tonight, tomorrow? We need Sunday, my friends. Sunday. Well, Saturday is a little afternoon snow, twenty-three degrees. It looks like Sunday is low clouds
1: and twenty-four degrees. So it's going to no be a, so it will be a frozen tundra because it's going to be cold as hell.
0: Correct. But like next week, Thursday, 11 degrees there, that's
1: like. That's really cold. I'm glad. That's like, remember we played the uh, Minnesota Vikings against the Seattle Seahawks playoff game and it was like
0: seven degrees out or something? It was crazy. the second coldest game in NFL history. Yeah.
1: I actually had an opportunity to go to that game. Uh, I remember I was in Omaha, Nebraska, and I went to Iowa City that day to watch it with a friend. And we were like, we could. It was a three and a half hour drive to Minneapolis. Tickets were available for only like sixty five bucks because of how cold it was. And they were playing in
0: the Minnesota Stadium. Yeah, you know, it, it was,
1: it's outdoors. Exactly, they're playing at University
0: of Minnesota, right?
1: Yeah, University of Minnesota Stadium. And we just like we like, nah, do we really want to go sit in eleven degree weather? No, we don't. So we decided not to. Yeah, I, I would make the same choice. Um, all right, Green Bay's four and a half point favorites.
0: We we did talk about it on our regular pod quarterbacks that yeah. have the most to gain, most to lose, and we talked about how Rodgers is kind of high on both those lists, yeah. on most to gain and most to lose, and Wilson's really more just more to gain, like he has nothing to lose here because if he no, loses, he has nobody. A
1: lot to gain if he wins the Super Bowl,
0: even just wins this game. Think right. about that, man. If they win this game, we're talking about a team that's eleven and five that everyone just talks about how bad the roster is, and Russell basically carrying them. He accounted for ninety five percent of the offensive yards last week. Yeah. If he goes into Green Bay now and gets an- goes to Philly to Green Bay and gets another one and takes him to the NFC Championship against two great options, either playing the 49ers again, mm-hmm. which should just be epic, or getting yourself a home game against Minnesota. That'd Those are the cool. two options if they Have win.
1: we ever, as the Seahawks, played in the NFC Championship game not at home? I mean, probably at some point. I mean, maybe it's some Was the the house of that game in Green Bay? That was not that was a divisional round game. Are you sure? Yeah. I think every NFC Championship game the Seahawks have ever played in their history has been a home game. You're 100% sure about that. I'm 99.9% sure about that. I just can't, I can't think of a game where the Seahawks were in an NFC Championship game and played on the road. They played the Panthers in the NFC Championship game at home. They played the 49ers in the NFC Championship game at home, and they played the Packers once in the NFC Championship game at home. They've been to three NFC champions. Yeah, actually, we're 3-0 in yeah. NFC Championship
0: games. So so they get, get all three,
1: three right? Panthers, Green Bay, and 49 Yeah, but we talked about this like a week ago. Yeah, no, I, just, <laughs> yeah no, I know. I just – yeah, I know. just wasn't lying. that, bro. We talked
0: about it win on uh, the other day. We are talking about Russell Wilson's win-losses. Yeah, yeah, Um 3-0 in the in the NFC Championship. So let's get to, let's get to the NFC Championship. That'd be nice. That'd be fantastic. Um, man, this is a – I'm really nervous. I think George Fant is still out. Dwayne Brown's still out. Clowney's hurt. Marshawn's not the same, Marshawn, but he's you know, been fine. He's been cool. Goal, right. I mean, goal line. Goal line has been fine. Um, the only bright spots right now are just our defense is Bend Don't Break. Yep. It's a decently bright spot. And of
1: course, Russell to DK and obviously Russell to Lockett. I think the offense is not the concern. Absolutely no concern. Well, I mean, there's a concern with the offense, but they're not the concerning part of our team. We need to stop Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and Aaron Jones. Yeah, I mean that that might be the bigger factor, even. Yeah, especially if a you got to stop the, the Packers'
0: offense. This is the I, if it's a close game and Russell's not the ball, I'm
1: totally fine. The
0: problem is if we're giving up a lot of points to Aaron Rodgers, we're not going to win this game.
1: Yeah, I just don't. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think we're a team that can come back from a huge deficit. But then again, this team has the Seahawks have not been blown out once this year. I don't believe. Have we been blown out? I mean, the Baltimore game maybe. Kind of. We were there at the end of the game, and DK fumbled and got returned for a touchdown while we were still kind of in the game. The Seahawks make every game interesting. Kind of got blown out by the Cardinals, actually. Yeah, that's right. That was the one. That was the one. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, the spread's five points. And I've picked all the f- favorites to win so far. But I actually believe the Seattle Seahawks go into the frozen tundra. And I believe the Seahawks are now 0-9 in their last nine games in Green Bay in, in their history. I don't think they've won in Green Bay. Maybe... I don't know if the Seahawks have ever won at Lambeau Fields, maybe, in the history of the Seattle Seahawks, but I think we go out there and get that win. You don't think they've ever won? I don't. Maybe, like, not in my lifetime. They won in 07. In,
0: in, they won in
1: 2016. They won in
0: 2015
1: where? at Green Bay. At Green Bay? hmm Huh. Why, why? So, I read somewhere that <laughs> we haven't won in our last... Actually...
0: Never mind. Never mind what? Those this are home is, games. See, it says win-win, but this is cons- this is considering the Green Bay Packers. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so at Seattle loss, at Seattle loss, at Seattle loss, at Green Bay win, 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 at Seattle loss. Yeah. Okay. Well, have we ever beat Green Bay in Green Bay? So it'd have to say at Green Bay, and it'd have to say loss. 2003. No, sorry. 1999.
1: We beat them in 1999? Yeah. Okay, so we haven't beat them this century. In 1990 and 1984. Wow. So so a lot of losses in Green Bay. We haven't won in 21 years in Green Bay. Basically. Well, I think we get our first win in 21 years in Green Bay this Sunday. 21 17 Seahawks. I'm not going to. I don't even know a
0: guess of a score right now. I'll think of one, but. I think the Seahawks win. I think Aaron Rodgers is not as great as he could be. He's having, right. I don't want to, they're 13 and three. I'm not going to say he's having a bad year, a down year, but it's not the same Seahawks or same Green Bay that we've seen. Rodgers, sorry, that we've seen year in and year out. And I just think Russell Wilson's a little better than him right now. And I think this is all going to come down to who's the better quarterback in this cold weather. And, Russell Wilson obviously played at Wisconsin he understands the weather he has no problem playing in cold weather um, I just think we're going to have a little bit of Russell Wilson out dueling Aaron Rodgers, and that's going to be the difference and the Seahawks are going to win it's going to be one of the most improbable teams to move this far in the playoffs I agree um, they're missing so many players they have one of the worst defense statistically they have one of the they have the worst offensive passing line offensive line passing wise Um, they lost their three running backs this year and picked up a 33 year old Marshawn Lynch Um, they have Tyler Lockett who's an undersized probably everybody doubted him for a while DK Metcalf who dropped in the draft because everyone thought he was kind of a joke and Russell Wilson who dropped to the third round because he was undersized nobody believed in him quarterback and this team is one win away from going going to the NFC championship because Russell Wilson is that guy and Pete Carroll is that guy I, I completely
1: and utterly agree. It kind of blows my mind. I know. I can't – like I didn't think I'd be going into the divisional round of a playoffs of this team with our injuries picking us. But I'm tired of picking against us. I really think we should go to Green Bay and win. I know reports come out. you know, I, I feel like a lot of things go our way this year and comes out that Josh McCown was playing on a torn hamstring in the second half. Last was it Josh or Luke? Josh, McCown. Josh McCown, uh tore his uh, hamstring in the second during the first half and played the second half on a torn hamstring. Um, after Carson Wentz got knocked out of the game and. I just feel like I hope no injuries happen, but just I feel like something will go our way, whether it's a weird fumble on a punt return that gets ret- touched and returned for a touchdown or a blocked. Put- we find ways even being a more injured and less superior talent team to win games. I think it comes down to Pete Carroll, Russ Wilson, yeah. personally.
0: I know a lot of people hate Pete Carroll all the time just because that's the cool thing to do and you have a bad yeah, game.
1: It's hot right now. Yeah.
0: Um. I think I read this last week is Pete Carroll now has 10 playoff wins and yep. joined the Seahawks. Previously to Pete Carroll in our history, we had seven playoff wins. Right? So mm-hmm.
1: let's just appreciate Pete Carroll. I completely agree.
0: So th- Russell Wilson – oh, go ahead. What were you
1: going to say? Uh, I was going to say it's it's weird that we don't appreciate him because he is the best coach in the history of his franchise.
0: Oh, by far. It's yeah. Really close. close. Um,
1: Russell Wilson, I want to
0: tell you about this before we – get going today i mean we talked about the game a little bit last podcast yeah. too so we're just part of our main podcast. we're just split spitballing today talking about how we feel about the game coming up we're really excited obviously and for those that are listening don't forget we're, we're planning to do a sunday night podcast potentially live at Son seattle on facebook and uh twitter so yep. check that out we might go live on that uh russell wilson creates a 15 page scouting report every tuesday mm-hmm hands them out on Wednesdays, and then quizzes the receivers about the upcoming opponents on Thursday. I'll give them three questions out of those 15-page reports, and they got to get all three of them right. What happens if they don't? Probably makes them redo the test. and I, I don't
1: know. Probably makes them redo the test. How about if they never get it right?
0: Then you're not playing.
1: I'm sure they'll play. I mean, they're, we're, I we're, we're out of people. Well, guess what? You know what the option is? Don't get it wrong. I know. It seems like we have a very smart and dedicated group of receivers, so I don't think they'd get it wrong. And quarterback. Of course, This is the
0: difference between guys like Russell Wilson and maybe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, maybe. Aaron Rodgers relies on his talent. Russell relies on having a mental coach, becoming a physical – even like a Tom Brady, becoming physically a genius,
1: like – Keeping up your body. And Aaron Rodgers just doesn't want to deal with fucking people.
0: Yeah. You know, I like Aaron Rodgers. Me I like too. The Packers. But like, th- I could see this is the kind of week where you look at Aaron Rodgers because they're going against your team and you're kind of like, he is kind of a douche.
1: Yeah. He's kind of a, he can be a douchebag. He doesn't get along with his family. Doesn't get along with me. I mean, he ran out his former coach out of town. Uh, there's some former players that hate him. Yeah. A lot of them actually. And. He and Brett Favre hated each other's guts, and he didn't want to be mentored by Brett Favre, and he didn't listen to Brett Favre. He didn't like Mike McCarthy. He doesn't like his mom or dad or brother. Um, this is not a bash Aaron Rodgers. Practice. I know that's like, that, that's not what I'm trying to do. Him to see. Yeah, and, no, but I, and the, the, all, that, all that being said, I love Aaron Rodgers, quarterback. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so it's just kind of funny that that's the case with him. I do think he is. I think this is a big conversation. It was kind of a big conversation
0: from a. Colin Cowherd this week on Fox was he's that who's better and he's saying it that Russell Wilson's probably the better quarterback right Right career-wise I actually agree with it look at the we we talk about this in basketball everyone's so caught up on stats right you're one of those guys
1: stats woohoo your stats Aaron Rodgers is that guy he has one Super Bowl yeah But there's a lot of guys who've won. I know, but my thing with the Super Bowl was Russ's Super Bowl was more carried by the defense, and he was part of it. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a good defense, but Aaron Rodgers won that Super Bowl a little more than the defense did. I think that Aaron Rodgers right now probably historically has a better career than Russell Wilson, but I believe that Russell Wilson is what five six. I don't believe he's five six years younger. He is, yeah. And he will four and a half. Yeah, he will pass Aaron Rodgers in career. But if it like ended to if it ended today, it's probably Aaron Rodgers. But it's not going to end today, so I think Russell Wilson will have a better career than Aaron Rodgers. I think so too, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, sorry, I just got the the Seahawks report for the injuries. So it looks like George Fant is questionable and Dwayne Brown's questionable. That's actually good signs because they're both doubtful before.
1: Yeah, at least uh, if If we get
0: two of our and Joey Hunt's questionable center. And Mike Lupata, however you say, it, the guard questionable. If we can, if we get, but no, if we, how, how do we have four out of our five? Okay, but linemen questionable. So There's a better op, Last week we had the missing. I know. Here's the thing: if we can
1: get a full, even questionable offensive line, that's a good sign for us. No, no, I know, I know. I just like it's pretty crazy. We're in the divisional round of a playoffs, and it's like offensive line questionable. This guy questionable. This I know, guy like,
0: doubtful. Ziggy was limited in practice. DK Metcalf. Limited in practice. Jaron Brown, limited in practice. Clowney, limited in practice. Full participants, Jaron Reed, Cody Barton. There's knock a on lot. Wood. We
1: have Russell Wilson who's never even had like a a, a, a a cold sore. That's a knock. Yeah, seriously. It's always a canker sore. <laughs> canker sore. canker um, sore. All right.
0: Yep. I think I have one more thing to talk about. All right. Got in this argument on Twitter the other day. Classic Sammy. Um, about Seattle sports. Okay. Somebody posted a picture saying, you know, most iconic, uh, what's it called? Most iconic player in C- Seattle history. It was a picture of Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I agreed to bet. I said he is, I know, um, uh,
1: I know that, uh, I'm probably going to disagree with this, but let's,
0: I know that people can say Ken Griffey Jr. People can say each row or they could say Gary Payne or Sean camp. Um, there wasn't much disagreement on the tweet about Russell Wilson being number one, though. Uh,
1: there was a further part to this argument, but I want to get hear your. What, what I, I think he's the best of in Seattle history. I don't know, if most iconic. I think Griffey still, for some reason, holds that trophy as like the most, like you know, save the Mariners and all that. I just feel like Griffey's the most iconic Seattle athlete of all time, and I think Russell Wilson's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would have to strongly
0: disagree right now, just because the Super Bowl trumps it all, and then he continues to be great. Uh, it depends what you consider iconic,
1: but for me, the
0: Super Bowl changed everything.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I, I don't See, strongly I'm the most
0: iconic I, player ever.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not like strongly disagreeing with you, who I think is more iconic. I just feel like a lot of people think Ken Griffey Jr. is for some reason. I I don't know what that reason is. You want to hear this conversation? Yes. This
0: is where they got, got kind of funny. This is no offense. It's not a sexist comment, I but hear just it hear it. me out. Somebody responded to that saying, Sue Bird says hi. The person said, she's definitely up there. said, watching her sing a Hanley Berry longtime rival home with the trip to the line was iconic. Somebody said, I would put her top three. And then, um, at BL Alex 18, Malibu Al said, I got to ask, man, are you from Seattle? I don't know anyone. From Seattle that would say Subert's top three. And I said Suber's not even close. I can name eight Seahawks players alone that are probably higher than are on the list. And somebody said
1: to me that that is an ignorance statement. I mean And then I went on. Clint Dempsey on the Sounders is more iconic than Suberd. Ninety percent of these people arguing with you right now love to argue and they're they're sorry they're these are the type of people i hate and i don't mean to offend anyone i hate these type of people just want to argue for the sake of arguing because if i put super bird and three other WNBA players in front of them without a jersey name they probably couldn't pick out which one was super
0: correct so they got into this argument most people agreed with me except for this guy though but he was basically like she's an icon da, da, da. and i was like this is how i label icons my mother who doesn't watch sports. Knows who Ken Griffey Jr. is. She knows who Alex Rodriguez is. Ichiro. Maybe Gary Payton. And Sean Kemp. And Russell Wilson for sure. Yeah, of course. That's probably the only ones that if I... And honestly, if I asked her right now to name all the Seattle sports athletes you name, she'd probably just remember Ken Griffey, Ichiro, Ichiro and Russell Wilson right yeah. now. That's probably it. She probably wouldn't name Subert. She wouldn't know who Subert is. Yeah. And I explained like this. This is no offense, by the way. I don't... Like and if people people try to play the sexist card a lot. I say, I know you're gonna play the sexist card. Like I'm one of those people that think Serena Williams is one of the top ten influential athletes of all time, and that's a woman. Yeah. Right? So I'm not it's not sexist. But well, the reality is actually Megan Raponi is probably more I know she, she plays for the Seattle Rain and mm-hmm. she's probably more iconic
1: than Bird because of what she did in the You know you World know what Cup. you know what's funny about that? I didn't know she played for the Seattle Rain.
0: Yeah, but this still makes her and Clem Dempsey, I, I the same as that like, Clint Dempsey, same yeah. type of shit. So it's not a sexist thing, but there are a lot of people If that I even said the Seattle Storm that are just like casual sports fans and yep. say,
1: what's that? Exactly. No, like, no, I know. I completely agree with you. I I thought that was a funny argument. It was. It, it's a stupid argument, and that's why Like, I, I don't want to like offend anyone either, but at some time... Uh, I'm not against women's sports either, but the yeah. WNBA is not a very popular sport, first of all. Of course. And it's just, it's just a dumb argument. I hate dumb arguments. Yeah, I don't like dumb arguments either. Um all right. Seahawks win by 10. All right. I got Seahawks by four. Just kidding. Seahawks are going to win by one or two. All right, I got 21-17 awesome. Seahawks. Way touchdown.
0: I'm going go to go 21-18. to All right. Cool. 18 impossible score. 21-17. Yeah. 18 is possible. 18. 21-18. I think, right? I don't know. Much love. Thanks for listening to episode 25. You can visit us at Sont Seattle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's S at S-O-N-T Seattle. Um and find us at SontSports.com, S-O-N-T-Sports.com. And there's a Seattle tab up there if you want to check out just the Seattle stuff. Um, George, everyone probably wonders, what does Sont stand for? What is it? It's Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Peace.